good whatever time of day it is you are listening this is the pna podcast express thank you for that taco bell dong this is the thursday edition recorded live in front of a drunk audience here at the blue water in port sound like the 469 he's adam philkins i'm phil nickel we got adam back again i think alex is going to join us hey family and i think abby's going to join us and i think emily i don't know what the fuck's going on yeah I'm I've, I've lost all control emily seems to be running the show and she's telling people who can and can't be on our show and i don't know how i feel about that i've even lost control of my bladder oh no shit yeah well, you'll I'm have pretty that. sure I just pissed myself. You'll have that on these bigger jobs. I didn't really. No, I'm pretty confident you didn't. I mean, I could set up a fifth microphone, but that seems like a lot of effort right now. That does seem like a lot of you, The case is closed. The case is closed. Yeah. Case closed. Adam, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. How you guys doing? All right. You know, yeah. we're living the dream. We're just trying to do a podcast here. I mean, so how long do you speculate you're going to be in this area then? I never asked that question. Yeah. So I've been here about five weeks already. Um, Part of that training was um, with Michigan Sugar as far as my harvest leader training. Okay. I came in last year. I was scraping beets and kicking dirt and all of that. Um, I lucked out and got that little promotion. So that's been moving forward for the past few weeks. Um, Very cool. Thank you, Zach. I was down in Lexington, so now I'm up in Port Sarnalac. Got a new hotel. Perfect. We'll be over in Sandusky with another partner, and we're running that yard. And we're ready to stack beets for Michigan Sugar. So as a public service, uh, do you need people? Do you want to say, are you looking, or do you have enough um, for the campaign? As far as yes, yes, you need definitely then. still looking. Definitely okay, and still they can apply over locals. over by Sandusky on M forty six. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Right at the piling grounds. I I know they set up a, a little temporary thing off to the east of it, and I think you can go apply there if I'm not mistaken. Go apply for locals. Okay. Talk to Anthony or Jim. Yeah. Okay, great. We're looking for more hats. Sorry, sure. I just I just want to you know do something positive too if we're talking about the company and what you do. So there we go. No, it's it's so yeah. The more the merrier. Yeah. We cool. need more hats. We need more more faces, and we're making. I mean, this is for the community. Right. This is Michigan Sugar is a co-op, so I mean, it's all about community right here. Very well, cool. obviously, beets and everything for everybody. There's a lot of sugar beets grown in the area. I mean, a lot. It's, it's big business. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's definitely for the community. That affects a lot of people. There's so. a lot of money. So. The other day, I was in Croswell as a slow day of taking beets. We did projected 3,000 tons of beets. Wow. And that was, uh, we thought, oh, that's kind of chill. We weren't weren't pressured. It was 85 trucks, 3,000 tons. But when you do the math, that was 6 million pounds of beets. Right. I was just going to we say, for those even, of you bad at math, that's a lot of <laughs> that's a lot fucking of beats. fucking beats. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of beats. <sighs> no, we, sh- sugar beets are big business. Go ahead. Guys, no, no, I'm, this is your show. No, no, great. Tell, no, I want you to tell the story. I talk enough on this show. Trust me. Yeah. It's really not our show. It's, it's everybody. It's, else's. it's all about Michigan this sugar. Is it is a co-op, uh-huh. so it is all about you know the farmers own these, they own their fields, but they also own that plant. So as many beets as we are stacking as an outside source being employed by, Mich- by Express for Michigan Sugar, we're here for the farmers. We're here for the community. 
we're here for you all. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, I'm some dude from New York who lives in a van, but I'm here stacking beats for your community. And that's why I get here. That's but that, pretty badass. That's what makes it all go round, though. You know, I mean, that, that that's what kind of makes it all copacetic. So... It's a big effort. It's a big effort, and it's a big coordinated effort. It's a lot. Like, to bring you sugar to your store, think about this. Uh, Think about everything that has to happen. Uh, First of all, a farmer has to, first of all, contract to to get these beet contracts. They have to plant them in the spring. You have to have growing conditions that are, I mean, obviously favorable. Uh, the harvest is a big deal, but not only harvesting and pulling them from the ground, then it's loading them into a truck. Then it's taking them on the road to a facility where they have to offload them. Either they pile them or they take them directly to the processing facility, and then it's processing after that. Um, or they pile them throughout the winter, and they work on them, what they call the campaign, throughout the winter, mm-hmm. processing the beets into sugar in the plants. So mm-hmm. it's a lot. And, and well, then, of course, once it's processed into sugar, it's refined, it's bagged, and it's delivered to your stores, which is more logistics. And if you've never been by, like, the, the piling grounds that you work at, yeah, they tremendous system of, like, how to keep them cool, how to keep preserved. Yeah, they started to, aerating them. Yeah, like, yeah all the ventilated, yeah. all the ventilated so lanes. I, yeah, because I grew up here. So we, and so did Adam. You dro- We've been driving by these piling stations for years and years. They just started this aeration, this ventilation thing within the last, yep. what, probably 10 to 15 years? I would, yeah, I would say so. Okay, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. I get it. Because so, beet rot used to be a big thing. They'd pile them and they'd lose a certain percentage to rot. A lot because they just would get yeah. too 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 much moisture, too much everything. They introducing you know temperature, moisture, all the variables. Yeah, but like people think, oh, well, you just pile beets up and wait to process them. But there there's a lot of science behind. There, there really is how yeah. to preserve them, how to keep them fresh, how to how to make it so that the pile here doesn't have to be processed today. It can be processed a couple weeks from now. Let that pile that. go down the road. Yeah. That yeah. one's good for a couple months and then do number two or number three and then stack those up and get those in the plant. Yeah. There, there's a whole logistics set involved in all of it. And, and such a huge science. Right. Yeah. And there's also another factor, too. Anytime those beets are leaching any type of moisture, they're taking sugar with them that's leaching out. Yeah. As far as that moisture. So the, the optimal thing is for the, you to hit as soon as you start piling beets. It's about temperature. Freezing, freezing temperatures, yes. 55 is the number. Just like anything else, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're going to hit that or well below. <laughs> 55 is the number for actually piling and stacking. Right. Below, below it's good because we can keep them coming. Yeah. But 55 is that, that magic number where... So there's do we one- keep them coming out of the ground, or do we yeah. do we hesitate on taking yeah. them out? You know, Taco Bell knows. Hell Taco yeah, Taco Bell knows. Taco Bell. Well, Taco Bell's more sodium than sugar, but yeah. Well, they have, do have the Cinnabon delights. <laughs> Thank you. Ta- why, why doesn't Taco Bell sponsor our show? Yeah, but it should. is if uh, any of the locals do not know, we all take tear samples from every farm. Uh-huh. I know Stoutenburg is a big name around yep. town, right? Right. They have number one in Sandusky. They are a huge farm. Yes. They are very well respected. And, you know, obviously Michigan Sugar is all a co-op and all of that. Um, but we take tear samples from all the fields. So it's known each tear sample is taken from the fields to know 
what the sugar content is from each field. Everything gets processed, sent out to Bay City. Right. So everything's known. So the farmers are getting based, getting paid based on tonnage of beets and also that sugar, sugar content. content. Yeah. And sugar content's a variable of the richness of the ground because obviously when beets grow, they have to pull nutrients from the soil. And that's what's going to help you get, obviously, the more nutritious, the better, the healthier the soil the better the beets are going to be as far as sugar content. Sorry, I, I grew up on a farm, so I just... The, I'm the one thing all the bullshit. Yeah. Thank you for saying what I stumbled over. Yeah, the, yeah. The one thing that, that really is a plus for this area is everybody's full of shit. So yes. the, the literally, ground is literally. fertile. The ground is fertile. Shit is, yeah. Definitely. Literally full of shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's the number one thing. I grew up on a dairy farm. The number one thing you deal with is milking cows. The number two thing you deal with is shit. Because all of that shit that they shit has to go somewhere. It's just so magic as me as an outsider looking in. I'm a massage therapist by trade. I've been a massage therapist for the past 14 years. So for me to wear a hat, for me to wear a hard hat and be in this position, like that's wild for me. So if I could ask you a question, you said you did this last camp last season too. Yeah. Do you speculate you're going to continue to do this season oh, after no, season? Oh, no, I love sugar you beets. You enjoy it. I so love, you enjoy it? I okay. love sugar beets. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's good. So I was this, an operator year, last year, yeah. now going in as a harvest leader this year, moving forward. No. And I'm building crews with another partner right now right. here in Sandusky. Well, I appreciate like, this I'm because stoked. we don't really attract and retain a lot of talent around here, if that makes any sense. So, yeah. So it's cool you're coming back, man. That's no, awesome. Um, no, I'm super stoked. And my, part, my my guy over is here, this Alex. Your, Alex, yeah, put put the headphones on. I'll ask yeah. you a question in a second here. Um, him and I were both operators last year. Okay, that was going to be my next Sandusky, question. Or, excuse me, in Croswell. Right. And we worked, uh, you know, off shifts, but we were neighbors and, yeah. So this is, your, this is also your second year of the go-around with Sugar Beats? This is second round. Do you want to continue to do it? I asked uh, Adam the same question. Well, this is the thing is everybody comes in from all these different places, so I don't know where I'm going to be next year. All I don't right. know if I'm going to have a, a strong remote job. I don't know if I'm going to be traveling and working in a different place. I, I, I don't right. know what's going to happen next year. It's a great job. No, that's cool. No, I just don't know where I'm going to be. Then that's fine. That's a great answer. That's that's perfectly fine. So but answer. that also has to keep it interesting. I mean, do you have a, do you it's have not a, the same thing year after year. You did, you did the Appalachian Trail. Do you have a, another uh, kind of Mount Everest you want to climb there do next or another adventure? Are you thinking about anything? I've talked to friends who live, uh, been living out in Colorado and climbing different big mountains out there. I would like to go hit that next spring and summer. I know That's a guy cool. who, who runs Red Rocks. I want to go work out there, um, work remotely and kind of balance my schedule out there and, and do the big mountains because right. I I faced yeah. a lot of climbs, but I haven't faced a lot of big we'll mountains. Give them, we'll give them 15 more minutes. Now, yeah. where, where are you from originally? Central Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, Central Pennsylvania. So, yeah, okay, I remember that now. So, um, have you been up to the Upper Peninsula at all? I have twice, actually. After last beet harvest last year and before beet harvest this year. And I, I've done a lot of the pictured rock circuit um, east of Barquette. So, the, Very cool. the western UP, I have nothing to see but the, the eastern central part of it. 100%. I've got to do a lot of it. Munition Falls, Miners, all that. All Very area, cool. And I've loved it. The UP is incredible. Yeah. Everything I've come across above a certain level north, like the Adirondacks, the UP, um, New Hampshire, Maine, is incredible. So everything everything north of that point I've seen is, is always stunned me. 
Yeah. That's cool. So how long are you guys in town for to do this? Like, when does this job... We've been officially in town for five, five weeks, weeks, right? But five how, weeks how long? Now. When's the end point of it? Official typically? harvest kicks off on Thursday. Thursday. Is that correct? Official harvest kicks off on Thursday, and we're expecting about three and a half weeks of permanent pile. Okay. So up in up until about Thanksgiving, okay. you can expect us around. I was going to say you're a fly fisherman. I was. I'm huge into ice fishing. Oh, yeah. You ice fisherman or no? Have you ever been out? See, I haven't actually been out for ice fishing. Uh, well, I was going to say, if you were around long enough, we'd take you out ice fishing. I've been, I, I I've been around have, people who do it, but like yeah. I've never had hey, the I like ice fishing. I happen to have well, the greatest well, you guys are around, ice fishing no, I'm just saying, I'm spot down. in the yeah. world. So, if you guys are around and we're still, and we have ice, obviously safe ice. We don't fuck around. True. Yeah, but yeah, if sure. we If we have safe ice, I'd love to take you guys out. Let's go ice fishing. Well, we could take them out, at, out at our place. Out your pond, yeah. We'll go, and, uh, go for pike. Yeah, yeah. You, Hundred percent down. In December, we have safe ice there, and it is the greatest fishing place in the planet. I've seen so many videos. I was in Minnesota for the winter, and it was. I mean, granted, it was terrible because I didn't have a sled, right? And I didn't have anybody to ice fish with. Yeah. So when it's negative fifty, I'm like. it's just shitty. But we but have, if there's a reason to enjoy the cold, I'm we, more than about we, it. We have the shanties. We have the heaters. Nice, we, I, nice. Like we've got equipment. Like as you can see, for the equipment I have around here, like I love ice fishing, so I went all in with it. So my guy, which would be Emily's husband and I, we have everything, and I fucking love it. Like I fell in love with ice fishing about four years ago. When That's I moved my backyard. Back so. So I'd, lo- I'd love to introduce more people to it because it's fucking amazing. Wow. Yeah. If the beers are cold and the huts oh. are warm, that's so, all I care about. So usually we take a beer and, well, you know, a box of beer and we uh, we have a yeah, heater. a box of beer. A box yes. of beer and we also Solid. take, we usually take a, a bottle of liquor of some sort just to take a little rip off of every once in a while. Like and you Jameson? just go out and enjoy you your like day. Jameson? A little nipper, I, yeah. Adam, do I like Jameson? You might. <laughs> that's my been, number one, dude. There have been tales. There's yeah, tales of me with Jameson. Fine, yeah. <laughs> I drink the shit out of Jameson, yeah. yeah it brings all the best Irish parts out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. <I'm> Scottish. <laughs> Solid. No. Jameson, like, it's blasphemous too, but I got hooked on the Jameson orange. I know one of my buddies is like, you're a fucking dick. And I'm like, I still love Jamo, don't worry. But, <laughs> but I drink through the Jameson orange. I love that shit. Have you tried the Jameson orange yet? I Not yet. In, I, I heard in Savannah. Delicious. For almost seven years, yeah. so all of that, like the, the Jameson, roots, the Jameson roots orange is so solid. Good. I just had a friend that went over uh, to Ireland and brought back a ton of like Jameson you can't get here, and he's just like all about it. He's always posting on Facebook about it. He won't drink any of it because it's like sacred to him. But you know, he uh, he brought a whole bunch of stuff back. So he said I, someday he'll crack magic. it. So when we do ice fishing, we either do Jameson or we do... I like Canadian blends, too, so Crown Royal. Usually Crown yep, Apple. Yep. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I do regular Crown, too, straight up. It's good. But, yeah, Crown Crown Apple. Really good. Easy. Goes down easy. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Just oh, me. we'll get along just fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a uh, 1800 Tequila kick. Oh, I love tequila too. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Oh, Killian's is fantastic. Yeah. Well, no, no, a- 1800 tequila. tequila. Ah. Yeah. Uh, 1800 tequila. I wish I could tell you I remember the times I drank 1800. Yeah. There tequila. was good times. I just, 
What's that one? I haven't had you try that one yet. The L. Uh, fuck. I just bought a up. really nice bottle of tequila. I'm like, I went to the store one day. I was having a shitty day at work. It was 10 o'clock. I'm like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm like, all right. I'm irritated. I'm just taking a break. I'm not leaving for the day. I'm like, I need tequila. So I like went to the store, looking through them, doing research. I'm like, well, that one looks pretty good. I've never had it before. It's like 60-some dollars. I'm like, fuck it. I want a nice bottle of tequila. And then my buddy's like, well, did you drink some? I'm like, no, I'm fucking going back to work. I'll drink some after. <laughs> in, in my 20s, tequila caused me to wake up more places surprised You're just than like, anything else. Like, how the fuck did I get here? Uh, but the bottom yeah, line that's is it's autopilot. fucking good. Yeah. Tequila autopilot. So I, I've always I've played in a lot of bands. My twenty-first birthday, I uh, yeah help you. In the in the first set, there were fourteen shots of tequila lined up in front of me. I did them all, and I woke up like seven o'clock the next morning, not knowing where the fuck I was. But I was in a safe place, so that was good. That autopilot, yeah, hundred percent. So I said to our sound guy, "I'm like, so how bad did I fuck up?" He's like, well, "You did all right." <laughs> He like, made it. I don't remember. He's like, no, I don't. I know you don't. You got there. You got there. Yeah. Yeah. Tequila manages itself. You know? Right. You'll get through That's... it. You won't know what happened. But you, you're Amen. home. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Who who said that? Tequila manages itself. Yeah. I love that. You'll wake I up think it was and you'll be just a second ago. Because you have no idea what happened. You'll know you yeah. got home. But you yeah. don't know what happened in between. Yeah. <laughs> there were times I woke up at home and I'm like. I wasn't here when I stopped drinking. Yeah. And I'll wake and up and be like, why do I feel like working oh, it's out? Just, it's like, this shit. Oh, tequila. That tequila right there. That is fucking really good. It was like 60-some bucks a bottle. Ah, yes. 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 And you're just like, uh, what? That fucking shit's so good. There's nothing better than a good fill tequila. You're top it off. Okay. So... I mean, I God damn so it! Much. Why doesn't this girl like me anymore? Disregard. That's you, my own head. You, you know about hey, get off your phone. You swiping Tinder? Well, we're uh, no, no. This is uh, the one that I was dating worse. for a short while, and then worse than Tinder. Really fucked me over last I'd rather, night. Yeah. Rather he Tindered. Well, she made decisions, so it's okay. Bad. She needs to sort herself out. Is what the bottom line is. Heard that? Heard that? You need a letter. You in a good place, sir? On her own. You I in want, a good place? I am right now. Last night I wasn't, and I needed somebody, and she just flaked out on me. So dipshit here forgets that there's other people that care about him. That's why I asked take if he was in a good place. Phone call. I'm, I'm great right now. Yeah, like but said, he's good. Vis-a-vis, we talked, I, my two-hour conversation with my mother earlier. We're good, yeah. You know, he could have called one so of I about tried, a dozen well, people that well, like I thought him. I could, I thought I could lean on her because, although she did this one other time to me, uh, no more, more than that, uh, three or four, maybe five. Oh, there's maybe a story. There's a story. <sighs> she's fucking hot, but she's a train wreck. Yeah, can confirm. Yes, having sex with her is fun, but that's about the extent of it. Yeah, the rest of it sucks. Dealing with it's terrible. Now, does the rest of it suck or it's terrible? Like, uh, how good is the suck? Well, well <laughs> that part, she, yeah, yeah. Not, it, it's, not a layered, it's a layered question. Yeah, no, I get it. That part is actually pretty much almost non-existent. So there we go. I guess that one answered itself. Let me let me put it this way. He will feel better about hanging out with us tonight than he would if he hung out with her tonight for like seven minutes. Yeah, six maybe. 
I, <laughs> I'm just looking out for you. I mean, yeah, yeah. okay, 12 minutes. Yeah, on a good night. Yeah, four. Are you guys overcompensating? I mean, two, two Led Zeppelin <laughs> songs. We're all yeah. <laughs> just trying to make everybody smile. If you can make it two Led Zeppelin songs, how drink do you? Dude, so about the long Led Zeppelin songs. Not ten years gone. Yeah, not ten years gone, man. We're talking about fucking. We're talking about. We're talking about rock and rolling when the levee breaks. That's it. That's still fucking. That's an effort. Yeah. <laughs> That's a full night. Oh, yeah. fucking guys. <laughs> I mean, maybe some heartbreaker in there too, but that's the postcoital bliss right there. We're just trying to have your back, man. That's you know, cool. I appreciate yeah, cups it. Cups always half full. Yeah. There's also been times where he hasn't made it through the uh, intro to Stairway. Oh, so. oh that's exactly. 100%. That was the first time because I'm like, this is the first woman that I've ever, this is the first woman since my ex-wife that I've had sex with that I was physically attracted to because I had this whole big exercise. How did she feel? She was a little. Dist- she was a little distraught. I'm sorry, by- no, she was a little distraught by that performance. I'm sorry, I'm all about jokes. No, but- and I told her. I told her. I'm like, I can do better. And I'm like, you give me another shot, right? She's like, uh, I guess. And I'm like, well, you know, I was nervous. I, I haven't First had, time. haven't had yeah. sex with a woman as hot as you in a long time. Right? Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I've just been nailing New waters, fucking cows and heifers, and it's been fucking terrible. Like, and I was afraid you were gonna leave your cat here. Jesus Christ! Right. Oh, no, you're worried about your, your fucking. Too? No, no, I worry about his cat. No, no, every- no, I get it. I get it. He's worried about his cat. No, so every ex that Phil has in, in recent history leaves him with a cat. Leaves me with a cat. Yeah, I'm I'm in her seat, so I can't. You guys are good. If you want to hop no, off, I'm it's good. We've enjoyed having you. Very much so. Yeah. Hey, Adam. Anytime. Sunday night. Stop by and see us, brother. Or maybe you'll get on again late. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you, man. Queen Abby has joined us. Yes. I'm back. So how often do you guys release uh, episodes? Every three nights a week. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Seven o'clock. So I'm only part of two of these podcasts. You guys are recording constantly. Like every week. We're at 270-some episodes, yeah. Uh, This is actually 273. This is episode number 273. Oh, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Lenny. Last time. week we were charting in four different countries. We charted in four different countries on, on Apple: the U.S., yeah. Canada, Indonesia, and uh, Pakistan. We got to be at what? wow, that's a big enough. We, yeah. we got to right. be at what uh, 700,000 total downloads at this point. Yeah, probably near in the six hundred yeah. over the six hundred now. Wow. Should I speak a little Arabic for the, the That'd listeners? That'd be great if you, if you know you it. Know go it? ahead. Yeah, Ishmaqe, uh, uh, Alex. You know, <laughs> my name is Alex. Yeah, that's that's all I can say in Arabic. There you go. So um, <laughs> we were number one in Pakistan for like two weeks for comedy improv. Number two in Israel for a week for oh, comedy improv. I know um, one word in Israeli. Go ahead. It's kus. I don't know what it means, but I like it. No, oh, shit. No, 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 you know exactly what it means. It's the only word I know. Well, Jesus. But anyway, <laughs> but Abby, last week. Part of the four we were charting in was Indonesia, Pakistan, the United States, and Canada. The homeland. Yes. All right. I you'd appreciate I'll take that. it. Very nice. I'm can, I'm half Canadian. You're you're an import. I am. Hey. I'm I'm considered a citizen when I'm there. Hey. So. Hey, but the half of her that, the half of her that's Canadian is the sexy half. So don't worry about it. <laughs> the American half's hideous. Yeah. The, don't fuck with the we American half. We don't look half. at the American Just, half. Just we don't. We, that little guy. Don't worry about that little guy. <laughs> All it is. Hey. Nice to meet you. Nice to nice to meet you. Hey. I like what you did there. Adam feverishly typing over here, looking up something. 
Canada. I'm trying to find shit, Phil. <laughs> I can tell. Vigorous typing. The stroke half of you is really working overdrive right now. <laughs> you know what I appreciate about that, Phil? What's that? Nothing. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> if it weren't for me, it'd just be you talking to nobody on a microphone. That is true. <laughs> no, I'd, st- I'd still gather all the guests. Yeah, right. We've been doing this uh, two years now, uh, around Thanksgiving time, and uh, I-, I still can't believe it every day. Like, I've I've wanted to quit. Thank you, Taco Bell. I've wanted Amen. to quit. I've wanted to give up. I've thought, is it all worth it? Um, I've I- wanted him to quit. Same. <laughs> the story story I always tell is I remember. Uh, the first year we ever did this podcast, we started releasing them two years ago on Thanksgiving. And I remember looking at the numbers and I needed something because my ex-wife had informed me since she was with her boyfriend, well, fiance now, that I wouldn't have the kids on, on Christmas. Oh, And that was the first time ever. That was the first year ever, first time ever. So I remember cruising around, smoking cigarettes, drinking tequila um, on Christmas Eve watching the download numbers and we got the 500 total downloads on Christmas Eve and we'd been at it for a little over a month mm-hmm. a month and uh, that just one of those milestones but now we get that in a day and wow. it's fucking wild yeah so That's we've come crazy. a long ways like I, come a long ways yeah yeah it's pretty cool it's very cool and like mm-hmm. I appreciate it. <laughs> all the fri- um, you know, here's the beautiful part about the podcast: all the the friendships we've forged, all the people we've gotten to know, um, just the people that listen, and I appreciate every one of you. Um, this got so deep and sentimental, <laughs> right? But I, I'm fine with it. I like it. Right. Just the things like. Like just Indonesia's up. Right. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> just the just wow. the things, you know. Uh, number nineteen in Pakistan. Yeah, like, nineteen. Like I don't I w I don't wanna I don't wanna diminish Alex's trip on the Appalachian Trail, but pretty big you know deal. What? the big journey here is the people we've met along the way. Amen. And that's beautiful. Yeah, but my trip was never tenth in Pakistan. <laughs> right? <laughs> we've been number one in Pakistan. No one in Pakistan yeah, we, gives a shit about wow. me. Right. We have been number one in Pakistan. And number two in Israel. Wow. All the Israelis said, you shit in a hole? Yeah. Copy. Honestly, what put us on the map in Israel is uh, we had a whole segment about uh, if Anne Frank could hit in the basement, she'd have wrote another book. (laughs) Oh, my God. If Anne... The exact line was, if Anne Frank had been in a basement instead of an attic, she could have written a second diary. That's the joke. Yeah. She's a very slow writer for a girl. Right. Well, yeah. Well... When you're like Get him another, your you diary. don't want another beer? You good? All right. When you're when you're writing your diary in like you know charcoal or whatever, he can pour from hard. the pitcher. Help yourself. Uh, so go ahead, help yourself. Uh, uh, yeah. No, don't be shy. Not with us. Jesus Christ, you're never gonna get anywhere. Your family. Yeah, you, no. you got to pipe up. Yeah. So 
That you joke did a is, terrible pour, though. And it's so... It's, you should kick your Adam's own Adam's going to criticize you. No, I'm not. Adam's going to criticize you. You should kick your own Adam's ass. criticizing Adam right now. Don't let Adam... Don't let Adam pour your beer. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, you see that? <laughs> He's going to pour it on him. I like what? it. That's 75% don't pour, foam. Don't pour it on the board. Yeah. You've already had that happen. <laughs> Number already, four is already on the way. Number four is on the way. What? What? It's help us always, yeah. yeah the, we're always the assholes. You Will you help me man. with these guys? Is it is it a constant? It's a, well, I've Abby, never experienced it. It never it. lets up. Nice to me, it I never lets up. They're, we're always nice to her because she's a supremely hot woman. Oh, wow. How long ago does she get rid of her braces? Just this week. Why does it matter that much, Adam? Or Alex? You don't even know my name. One of the A's, double A. <laughs> then I don't care as much about her braces. Wow, you don't need to. They're all... Wow. No one needs to care about them now. That escalated quickly, and I can say that with poor form. So she just got them off? Not that much. Yeah, it's been a bit. Do you think I'll treat you differently because you got your braces off? I don't know. It seemed aggressive. <laughs> Alex. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. She was pretty hot with her braces. So. Thank you. I and appreciate also, it. And also, full disclosure, I think we've come a long ways in... And uh, coaching Abby on media relations when she said something like, that's pretty aggressive. I dig that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm learning. <laughs> yes. Because that's definitely a podcasting. That's pretty aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> she toasted me. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done for the episode. Can you operate a piler? A beat Can piler. Can you operate a piler? A beat piler. A beat piler. Sugar beets. Um, yeah, I can't say I have, but I've... I've Done Would you be something. down to operate a beat pilot? I mean, it's not one of my That's goals in life, to. but uh, it's pretty fun. If I had to, I would. <laughs> it's not bad, cat. It, it it's not like, really a hobby of mine. It it spits out beats in a pile. No, I'm aware. It's okay. I'm just. I doesn't really sound like a good time I mean, for me, but that's okay. You're pretty sharp. I think you'd pick it up. That's your thing. That's your thing. I don't think she's interested. That's okay. <laughs> we we got to shoot your shot. You got to try. Yeah. It was, I respect the attempt, but I don't right. think I'm into bee piling. So for me, with Abby, like people, other people sh- shot my shot, and it wouldn't have been the optimum moment I chose. So I'm very <laughs> disappointed in that because there there came a time when we walked in here one night. It was months ago, and they're like, "Well, Abby really doesn't like you right now," and I'm like, "What?" It <gasps> was news to me too. Uh, no, it was yeah. it was a whole thing because apparently somebody took it upon themselves to ask her out. For me? Yes, I, I do remember that. Which is awkward. That is. Like, very awkward. I mean, it would have been more awkward had you done it. <laughs> no, I, no, I guarantee it's going to be absurd. It's going to be awkward as fuck. Because that's how I, I do life. Like, everything I do is just fucking awkward. Yeah. I, ma- I make everything truth. awkward. A lot of truth. Though. They say that at work. They're like, you make everything awkward. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> I'm yeah, do, have you do ever fifth hand off air right. and then come with a podcast right, right there? Right. Have you ever told anybody at work you love them? Yes. Wow, that's and I didn't get the HR dunce cap for it. Wow, <laughs> right? So you can like drag the whole company down on the podcast, but right, saying but saying I love you to somebody. Yeah. Well, I think it's the same. It's a bold move. You know, it, it's a bold strategy. It it really is. Telling random people you love them, like I love you. Um, it happens. They feel the same. Or another famous line, I'm like, holy shit, this is the nicest thing anybody's done for me today, and I got a hand job earlier. Like, <laughs> hold on, I'm going to fire off the kitten cannon. Go for it. Good job. What'd you get? Oh, it's still going. 1,200 yards. 
no, 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 we got an explosion. It's not going to be that good. It's 544. I need another big, uh, big boost here. Still going? What's the question? Oh, Kitty Cannon. We do Kitty Cannon all the time. It's a pretty, like, early internet fucking... How would we get? 609 feet. Oh, Jesus Christ. 203 yards. Christ. How you doing over there, Abby? You need to get woman-friendly uh, Holy shit. earrings. Got to take my hoops off. They're hurting. Yeah, Shoving my hoops in my head. It's driving your hoops into your head. We could, uh, Gotta we take could my give hoops you off. A... Someone's getting fought. Oh, boy. We could give you <laughs> uh, She's about to throw hands over here. Like the cowboy yeah, headphones, could. but they've been in his they, ears. They come from oh, underneath. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, they're a little waxy. But there uh, might be some mic. We can uh, clean them. We'll be fine. There we go. <laughs> do you remember earlier when... Alabama Dan called in. Yeah, Alabama and I do. Dan. I I, I want to say the punchline to his joke didn't land as well as it should when he said, "I had a woman in here last week that had athletes cunt," <laughs> and no one thought about that. Like that was oh, brilliant. I did. That it was, was fucking brilliant. It the whole was. Time, it was great. Like I don't. It was roll tide. I want to roll, roll tide. tide. I want to take a moment to appreciate that. Roll tide, Alabama Dan. Right, right, right. Understood it. I, I get it. The whole toe thing was brilliant, and then he's like. I had a woman in here last week with athletes cunt. I'm like, that's how you tell a joke. It's amazing. It is. That guy's well done. That it was guy's a good delivery. That guy's comedic timing is otherworldly. But it was. hopefully Alabama Dan calls in more. You never know. I'd like to hear from Alabama Dan if I'm ever here again. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? If well, I'm yeah. ever here again? Well, you know, you know you I'm breaking my heart over here. <laughs> you better I'll be, be back. Again. You'll see me, but... You know what I'm saying? You're the only reason like I still do from, this show. I'd like to hear from him again. We'll, right. We will get him on, he was especially fun. for you. <laughs> Queen Abby, you will hear from Alabama Dan again. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> we have some pretty fucking wild friends, don't we? What do we do? <laughs> Alabama Dan. I, I do miss Catfish. So. I miss Catfish Johnson, too. I mean, it, whatever yes. cruise ship he's on. If he's, Alabama Dan doesn't hear from Abby, I'm spitting... Right? Yeah. He, Alex is so at least we'll scare him away. He's not <laughs> totally interested. No, I think Alabama Dan is about it. Although, I think he, does, he has a wife and he's a jiggler, but I think I think he'd be and all a about sister. Abby. Yeah. Well, the, I, hey, at least he's got a sister, job. Yeah. At least he's got a job. At least he's got a job. <laughs> I've been playing a gigolos, but a jiggler right. works Jiggler. way harder. Right. I feel like it's a much more difficult position. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's like... Step up. That's next yeah. level shit at right least. there. It's extra physical work. Yeah. And I respect him. If I, I jiggle, oh, versus like, I'm a jiggle. Er. Well, I can't That's a whole different position. Don't you picture somebody with like... Like bowling pins juggling in the middle of the like action. Like a jiggle is like a very slow moving, like yeah. they're not doing the whole thing, but a jiggle er. He's putting the work they're in. A doer. Yeah. That's so, not so, that, that's not a do or it's a do er. Yeah. They're, they're into it. They're boom, 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 and, boom. And, and they're the, having at it. So the way he pay, but but you also <laughs> yeah. have to look at this. If we if we're breaking down the etymology of, of jiggler. The thing is, if you notice, everything in Alabama is a lot slower, including the people. But um, he, 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 except for when he said jiggler, he said it fast. Yeah. I'm a jiggler. So what's that me, it's a job position. Right. That tells me he's active. Right. In the jiggler community. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's not, he's not just going out there for the money. He's going out there to bring... To bring passion. Yeah. Passion to the people. <laughs> yes. Like it's dinner and a show. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah. There's confidence. There's knowledge. There's experience. There is the gigolo. That's right. Amen. It's it's everything the Jersey Shore can bring to the Great Lakes. And that's a lot. We can bring you gambling. We can bring you gigolos. Oh, we got gambling here. And now we can even bring you gigolers. Gigolers. Well, He's wouldn't, got they us on be, that. wouldn't they be exclusive to like Gulf Shore, Alabama area? No, That's no, where no. I picture him being from. The transports. I think all the businesses in the Great Lakes. I I picture Alabama Dan walking along the uh, the Gulf Gulf Shore, Alabama, in his like you know Laguna Beach shirt, which would be totally ironic. Two. Yeah, true shape. Like yeah. Good for him. So, Ocean how Pacific did, shirt and how, all that type of thing. I guess I know. I guess the answer is in the question here. But how did Alabama Dan get a hold of us? He's in Alabama. But I guess we're in Indonesia and Pakistan. and So, from what I understand, okay. He. <laughs> Have he I ever seen Forrest Gump, right? When Cat Piss was, was hitchhiking. For free. When, when Cat Piss was hitchhiking. Oh, him and Cat Piss ship, have? To the cruise ship. He picked up Cat Piss, drove him like 14 miles. And said, do you want to ever call into a shitty podcast? Yes. Yeah. I got a shitty podcast you can call into. And Alabama Dan's like, well, I got to spread my brand. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. He talked to the podcast. They told him every direction the rain can come from. All the ways you can cook crawfish. Right. Yeah. You know, everything that Bubba Gump has, like back in the pan, they've been stalking it for years. We all know how the business works. So Alabama Dan, you're right. Instead of shrimp was crawfish and the rain from every direction. Absolutely. Um, Surprised he didn't have a bed of a a CCR song going behind him. But it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll increase the production value for Alabama Dan next time. Maybe next time, yeah. Right? Or, I hear banjos <laughs> paddle faster. Holy shit. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, I'm God, fucking dumbfounded that somebody called in from Alabama. That was wild. Yeah. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Amen. <laughs> Roll Tide. And on the, on, the, on the day after, the volunteers just fucking... Oh. How embarrassing. How embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing. I don't think he planned it that way. I don't think he planned it that way, but it's nice that it worked out that way. It was perfect. Yeah. Like, God bless you, Catfish Johnson and Alabama Dan. Like, God bless. Why is Alabama Alabama Dan listening to this? Why not? You know, Why wouldn't he? I'm the, shocked he has internet service. Alabama's playing like Missouri. Like right. he should be trying to right. stream it at 480p. He's out there jiggling things, and he's just trying to do <laughs> whatever. He's just jiggling. He's doing and I, I got your question things. about noodling, but I don't know. It sounds like he's so preoccupied with keeping his wife happy and banging like chicks for money. He's probably never noodled. Random before. foot well, horse. I'm yeah. just right. more concerned of what he's what he's noodling with. I don't think you want to know that. I don't think you're prepared for that. I'm not from Alabama. I'm fine with not. Well, I mean, there's a good shot that you don't want to know. I mean, it is Alabama. It's Alabama. You've noodled. You. I I have not noodled. You look like a noodler. Ah, You look like you are experienced in the noodling. Uh, I have not. Put a my hand in the, in the mouth of a catfish. No. Uh, 
That it is looks like you are not. Who was that? that was me. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Abby. I didn't mean. Oh, that. it's okay. I just I, your mouth was closed. So I was like, I could that? totally noodle, but I have not. I'd have to be a right-handed noodler at this point. <laughs> you don't have to use a hand, man. You can use your Alabama dog. Dan, Alabama Dan taught Alabama us many Dan, things. Why, okay, why are you, I. Why are you you're teabagging that shit. Why are you shifting hands? Why? Well, I will say this. Uh, Though my penis is very talented at a lot of things, it is not going to catch a catfish. Wait a minute. Little <laughs> worms catch big fish. You never know until you try. So what I want to take away from this. See that hair over there? See that hair over there on that kid? What I want to take away from this. That's from me. That what I want to take away from this is my penis is very talented at a lot of things. You can ask. That's a confidence level I want. Yeah, you need. <laughs> Because I guess my penis is pretty talented at a lot of things. Yeah. Can it catch a fish, though? You never tried it. Let's you do never, it. You never know until you try. Well, let's go, Abby. We'll try it. You know, the thing is, is they call it noodling, and I don't think if that fish bit on it, it would stay a noodle very long. <gasps> it's like a barbless hook. Yeah. It's like a barbless hook. What a dick. <laughs> it runs pretty straight, though, to be honest. I mean, I got, it runs pretty straight. I got a little lilt to the left. I'm not going to To the left? Yes. Yeah. You should go to BankCare.com. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Yeah, but you're right. Have you ever heard the song Meg- by Megan Thee Stallion, Captain Hook? It's about a wiener with a dick with a little with, bend in it. With so quite a bend, huh? My whoa, whoa, whoa! My, you said it leads to left. A little bit, like we're talking. Okay, we're talking like, like, like okay. If you're watching a golf shot, like a you straight, a straightaway would be. My dick's like just a little. That's what I'm saying. There's just something wrong little. with it. There's a song about it. If right. you're looking for a decent fade in a wiener, right. <laughs> so I found it. I found it if you spin. <laughs> I found it if you spin her around and she's facing this direction. It's it's perfect. Yeah. So you're because it's gonna, it's good. It kind of gets right up in that that area that no the hooks angle up into that the G angle spot. helps yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. It really hooks up into that G spot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Captain so Hook. oh yeah. Are the you angle, the angle does it work? You're comparing your penis to a 320 yard tee shot. <laughs> no. no. No, no, no. 275 yard oh, tee okay. shot. Okay. That's way more realistic. To be fair, the 320 yard tee shot also happens in about six and a half seconds. <laughs> well, well played. That, I don't have that exit velocity. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Although he does use like a five iron in the bedroom a lot. That's <laughs> what I like to hear. No, I night putt a lot. Went it out. <laughs> Pound it out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. <laughs> Stop he, it. We have Junior even when he's not Junior's here. Junior's always here. <laughs> Junior's always here, right? <laughs> have, have you heard the remix? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the bartenders here. That's one of the bartenders here. That's his. Favorite. He's like he leans into the mic and he goes, mm. "Well, you heard it. Fuck it, the drop. Mm. We recorded that from him. Yeah, really. Yeah. That's such a good drop. What other you original know. drops do we have? We there's uh, several drops that are very unique to this drop? podcast. Yeah. Well, this was a local radio personality who made a <laughs> oh, uh, Bob. Who made a commercial? And both, both full disclosure, both Adam and I worked at this radio station at one point. And so, this is supposed to be about a deer 
buck like a buck pole. A buck pole. Yeah. pole. It does not sound like Listen. that. From your buck pole headquarters. <laughs> so here's the full disclosure. So can you? Did you find any brother Wee's yet? Yeah, I did, but no good clips. Like so, they're all like, really? yeah. So really, so the buck pole commercial, the buck pole commercial, uh, I had sent to me because I was working for Thumb Tailgater Sports. We'll still do, and we were headed up to Sutton's Bay to do uh, a game, and uh, I I get a call from from Eddie, and he says, uh, I just sent you a like a redo of the buck pole buck pole commercial whatever you do do not air the original which play the drop again please from your buckhole headquarters <laughs> do not play the original and i just said try and stop me and i hung up on him and he fucking texted me over and over he's like don't play that don't play that don't play that like, i like this better like the advertiser like the advertiser got a hold of me and they're like what the fuck dude so i worked there at the, i worked there at the time and i was there that morning and they had played it like three times that morning and the uh, the advertiser calls in and Eddie runs into my office and is like, do you hear a problem with this? And he played from your butthole headquarters. And I just started dying laughing. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, I hear a problem with that. <laughs> and he hadn't really listened to it again in his defense, but right. it, it was like a whole thing. It was hilarious. This is life in radio, though. It's so great because like, there's a station up north that I worked for. Um, they, the lady who reads their their afternoon news and obituaries will fuck up. <laughs> and it's like, why not re-record it? Because it's pre-recorded. If you fuck up, just record it again. I but just don't care. That, that ne- yeah, like, <laughs> the level of give a fuck there is just gone. Zero. And it's astounding to me because, sure, we fucked up a lot of shit on this podcast. But for the most part, we pronounce words... Mostly right. Yeah. yeah From for what the I've heard. Part. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. Whoa! Uh, my shit just fell off. You need your clamp, bitch. <laughs> Don't worry. Right? Toby Heath and Taco Bell are going to carry the slack in this podcast. Right? So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, the, the one thing about me is I'm... I'm typically one take, so it drives people crazy because I've recorded a couple, yeah, probably a hundred commercials at this point, yeah. and uh, I uh, I generally do them in one or two takes, and I've I've worked with a lot of people in doing commercials. What's up? What's, what's up, Abby? Did Emily leave? I think so. What a wiener! So wiener. say goodbye, wiener. So. Uh, it, but I've worked with some people where we've had to do fucking 20 takes for a goddamn 30 second spot and I'm just like I don't understand like and you give them their motive has anybody here been like acting anything like that like, for, like for your motivation like what your motivation yeah. like what, what 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 do I expect here like well be excited you know like That's make it right. make it enthusiastic and everything I'm like like, <laughs> You're getting caught. <laughs> here's your motivation. This is a fucking enthusiastic commercial. Like, wow, imagine five exclamation points. And they're like, ooh, 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 ooh. I'm like, holy fucking shit. I, I expect to do six takes and they get paid for one of them, hopefully. Right. I recorded a lot of people doing commercials. And I've recorded a lot of people doing, you know, various other things. And people are terrible. 
Right. People are really yeah. bad at being people. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, do you know how to talk? Oh, well, not really. Okay, well, then you're perfect for this. Just <laughs> rattle it off. Right. And I always say, like, here's your motivation. Here's what you should do. Here's how you should sound. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, do you understand what I'm saying to you? Like, I mean, I had one lady. I had one lady that came in. And I'm like, all right, all right. After 10 takes, I'm like, all right, how can I get there? Because I needed, I need some, I need some passion. I need some enthusiasm. I'm like, do you have kids? She's like, yes. I'm like, how old are they? And she's like, oh, I have, my son is seven and I have another son who's four. I'm like, do they like Legos? She's like, yes. I'm like, have you ever stepped on a Lego? She's like, yes, I have. I'm like, why don't you bring to this commercial the feelings that you had when you stepped on that Lego? And she fucking nailed it. <laughs> I had people suck. that would just right. be like, on a Lego. Hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm from the blah, 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 blah. And that, that was like their whole thing. And like after 20 takes, you're just like, that's perfect. I don't give a fuck anymore. Forget about it. <laughs> this is one of the best things we've ever had for the podcast. All right. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? So we have a phone line that people can call a into. hotline. We have a, obviously Alabama Dan called into it. Yeah, earlier. this was the first voicemail we ever got to it. Right, and it's it's. What the fuck? <laughs> I love Matt Smith so much. Fuck? What the fuck? Does it say anything besides? No, no. He, he was. I mean, don't get me wrong. He was fucking ripped balls, fucking high shitty. He was fucking just torqued. <laughs> And he couldn't believe we had a call-in number because he's been a huge follower. And thank you, Matt. We love you so much of the podcast since day one. And uh, he, he heard heard we had a call-in number. And it just, that's, I mean, that's the genesis of it right there. Yeah. Mm. Good buddy. Yeah. That, the, uh, the first voicemail we ever got to our podcast number. So we had to make it a drop. If this is going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. That's one of my favorites. My kind of party. It's a good potato. Yeah, Yeah, well, hell. If they're a good mashed potato, why not? Why not? It's a waste of a good potato. Hopefully there's a lot of butter (laughs) in there. All it takes is one hot potato. That's all it takes. No, don't stick your dick in a hot potato. No. No. We do not endorse that. Zero out of five stars would not recommend. (laughs) Bill's been there. Burns on the head of your dick are tough to heal. Whoa, man. Whoa. That's what a loaded potato is for. I don't know if you understand the, the rest of the sour cream. The sour cream is very cooling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lots of sour cream. I get and it. the chives. The chives cause a certain... Yeah, green sensation. onion really the chives, at, the chives add friction. Yeah. No, you're crazy. <laughs> it's about feed and speed, man. That's what we say in machining. I have a need for speed, I've been told. You've got to be properly lubed, too. What was I doing today? I was looking for a book, um, some inspirational book my mother gave to me because I was having a tough day. <laughs> I open up my bedside stand, there's a big old thing at KY in there. I'm like, well, I never needed that. Close it. Like, didn't even know it was there. Thank God. You haven't graduated to Astroglide? No. <laughs> you monster. Oh, Holy shit. With that shit, you can fit a Cadillac in a doghouse with oh, that yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been trying to do that for 22 years. <laughs> you say you got a big dick or she has a small vagina? Yes. Ah! 
Either way, it works. Double-sided exactly. hubris. That's right. If I, if I was still with KY, we've been done after like seven years. <laughs> well, KY works for me, apparently. I you need to graduate. This is how much grow. I have sex. Grow, Phil. I mean, grow. I was oh, I was oh for the Biden administration before this last one, so there we go. Well, that's two years, man. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> you should podcast more. <laughs> Let me tell you what. There's two things a podcast will not get you, and that's laid or rich. Trust me. <laughs> have you tried get, getting more on the soundboard? Uh, Phil has tried producing. Oh, it doesn't fuck go you, well. dude. I've done well producing. Not as good as you. I'm sorry, but yeah. I can be over here with only half of my brain functional. Are you calling me a frittata? Well, no. I I had a stroke in hey, July. Hey, look at me. Why are you, why are you looking at me? Because you're on his right side. You, He's going to start jerking me off. <laughs> you're... <laughs> You're being a potato dollar burrito. I am moving myself now. <laughs> You're fine. It's involuntary. Just no, go with it. In, in July, I had a stroke, so that's kind of the joke that, you know, half of my brain is not functional. Even though it is. It's still very functional. <laughs> God damn it. I want a big potato now. Shut, fuck me, too. <laughs> I don't want to fuck it, though. I just want to eat it. No, I don't want to fuck I just want to eat it. blow on it first. <laughs> a load of potato and no sex. All of you. <laughs> just one or the other. It's, it's back to the kitchen. Between. That should be the ticket you send in. Loaded baked potato, no sex. That's right. <laughs> I don't want a sex potato. I don't, I don't need one of you one. cooks back there fucking that thing. <laughs> What's a dirty loaded potato look like? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, loaded potato, no sex, dirty martini. <laughs> you get the dirtiest martini and the cleanest baked potato you got. <laughs> Give me the dirtiest martini and the clean. That is fucking brilliant. <laughs> right? What the hell is this shit playing? I don't fucking know. Why is, why is Kelly looking at us and smiling? Hi, Kelly. It makes you feel like a rapper, yo. Is it because they're... Oh, hold on, hold on. Bless animals. Uh-oh, Kelly's coming over. Can I see your boobs, Kelly? Oh, my word. That'd be That's great. aggressive. Do you guys want to know my rap name? What's your rap name? Lil Tremor. Lil Tremor. Does she like to dance? Does she like to dance? I'm digging those boobs. I hope so. Watch this move. I'm going to get Kelly's boobs. Just watch me me shake. No. What is this? Ooh. Kelly. Well, I got that part done. I just need to cut it out on the foam board now. Right? I have no idea. We've lost control. That's going to be so beautiful. That's all right. I'm good with that. The Sunday night game's over with, by the way. What's the, what was the final score? Funny you should ask. We're looking it up right now. Are you sure? Yeah, well, that's baseball. Uh, holy shit. Philadelphia is 6-0. Holy fuck, they beat the fucking Dallas team tonight. That's what I'm talking about. Let's that's go. some shit right there. So, fly Eagles fly, baby. Let's go. Uh, what, what's the Dallas, current Dallas... Uh, two. <laughs> oh, uh, Cooper Rush. Yeah, I, I he's a Michigan him, guy. Yeah. I saw him play in high school. Yeah, Cooper Rush actually, is from Lansing. I actually uh, 
broadcast the semifinal game he had against Elma. Nice. Cooper Rush is from Lansing, yes. Yeah, Lansing Catholic. And he went to Central Michigan University. Yes. CMU, seriously. Yeah. Fire up chips. Uh, I I just like to go to the, uh, oh, what was that big bar at Central? I know you went there. The Wayside. Wayside, yeah. The meat market, we called it. Yeah, exactly. The meat market. Play, believe it or not, they had us in as a band once. Really? Yeah. So that's where we got, we had a whole episode centered around, uh, what was his name? DJ Greenup, remember? Uh, Central Girls are the kind I like. Are we doing karaoke for the Halloween party? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. They're doing karaoke for the Halloween party. We're going to do Kelly Oki. They've got us covered. Kelly Oki? Kelly Oki, yeah. <laughs> So Adam and I are going to be working full time, so we'll submit our uh, contributions ahead of time. Got some Naturally. Thing Copy that. Um, something about Let's Go Barbie. Yeah, I'm gonna Barbie. We'll take our favorite grungiest Halloween song submitted. I got come on up. I'm lower the bar so heavily before everybody else chimes in. No, absolutely. Come on up. Give us your music suggestion. God damn it. You're a rocket. Oh, oh my word. If it doesn't sound like MTV. I know you're unplugged. from Canada, so you understand that speak. There we go. I'm from Canada. Stop it. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on with the podcast right now. I don't now. either. You you are going to take the trophy. I'm telling you. I'm going to be wearing the same outfit, so I'll share it with you. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're, not, we're not signing out yet. Yeah, like, oh, he, he hit the wrong one. That's oh, there okay. we go. Anyway, you that's right. Which one do you want to hit? What was that? that that's our, our intro and outro music. Why are my pants off? <laughs> that happened. Why is my hand on your dick? I just... I want to see those contacts. Yeah, <laughs> there are multiple cool. questions. Right. We need answers. I have several questions. I want them answered immediately. So, funny story about our, our like intro and outro there. I literally made that within minutes of... Us going oh, live yeah. with our first podcast. Yeah. I composed that literally on the computer a few minutes before we went live. A live spin. That's yeah. factual. And now it's two, 277 episodes. I mean, isn't that a great beat? It's a syncopated beat. It, it's totally original. No. This is something I, I'm going to burn down the laundromat. I'm gonna go strip naked in the street. And I'm gonna be the first. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go buy meth from the dude on the corner. That's it. Yeah, 100. <laughs> you won't be the first. I'm not deep that. in the system. As we start our first date, I said the green tracker oh, with the shake it license plate. Ah. She grabbed my hand and yo, she wouldn't let go. Drive a little faster and put on some techno. Pulled over for a bit and we started to make out. She said, I'm hungry, let's go get some takeout. It was getting hot, so I put down wait the for, top wait for the hook. down bellows and hit the malt shop. And Joe sat us down at a reserved seat. Cooked up some pizza and we mm. began to eat. And after that, we bounced on.
on over to Pleasant Street. Took her in the basement. The place was a jump in. Three in the morning. The I can honestly say this is the experience of Central back in the day. That's the next song. Central Michigan. Hurry up and visit because the class is a chicken. If you need a ride, just call the chicken. It's me and M and this guy. We're figuring out. Central has a lot of sluts. God damn it, they do. I know. Oh, shit. Wait, you're not one of them, are you? No, fuck no. Did you hook up, did you hook up with some? I mean, Central. I know a few. Oh, God. Well, kind of, so did I. <laughs> Guilty. Never got an STD from a Central girl, though. No. Me either. However, U of M women, yeah. I did. It. I did have a uh, a night where I woke up in the morning and there was some random girl, right? Uh-oh. And uh, I woke up my uh, my roommate and I'm like, dude. He's like, oh, don't worry. You were way too drunk for anything to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Christ. great. Let's go to hot now. Because it was about noon when I woke up. We had played at the uh, Hamilton Street Pub that night before, and I guess she was all about hanging out with me and. I was just wait. It was quarter beer night, and quarter drank, beer night, quarter we, beer night, and we drank for free. So, 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 if I had to talk about the directional schools, uh, Central, lots of positive experiences. Central Michigan, great. Couple women that I managed to like covet there, fine. Western, yeah. Western Michigan, ah. Uh, Nah, only like one or two there. But Western Kalamazoo is always a great experience. Kalamazoo oh, yeah. is fucking amazing. Um, Northern, oh, it's fucking cold as shit. And they're cows, man. They're built like hickory stumps up there. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Those women are sturdy as fuck. Eastern's a little too... So Eastern was going to be the next one I got to. Eastern's the only one that like... God damn, this bitch just led me on. And finally, I just had to release. So, I mean, I painted her ceiling because... That's all I could do. Wow, you got some reach, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so as you go to East, the the best worst time. Yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, she just she led me on, and she's like, I, I'm really not into dudes, and I'm like, you sat here and made out with me, and you were fucking rubbing on my fucking junk, and now you don't even want to finish the job. She's like, I'm not interested. I'm like, well, I'm gonna finish. She's like, do what you got to do, and yeah. Oh, romance. Right. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> That's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful yeah. time. <laughs> True Michigan. So, I paint a great picture, don't I? Yeah. Such an artist. Yeah. But yeah. So if I had to recommend any of them, Central's definitely the one. Like, I definitely had the most luck at Central. Well, Central, yeah, it's just a little different. The, but every woman that goes to Central has daddy issues, like, built in. Yeah. Oh, uh, 100%. Yep. It's not hard to suss out. You of them, they're all... God, don't even get me started. Although I did three straight girlfriends went to U of M. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't keep up with that. I don't have that kind of money. No. What the fuck? No. no. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody <laughs> the, loves me. The girl, I, the girl I dated from U of M could right. buy and sell me now. Same, same. Like, she could slave trade me right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All three of them. Yep. Because one of them is a... Uh, one of them uh, works for Merck, and she's a senior research scientist. The other one's a CEO, and the other one's a fucking... Uh, the other one, uh, she's a... Well, same title as me, but still probably makes more, because whatever. 
Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess I like smart women. Is my, that weird? My uh, my former girl that I saw that was U of M is a C-level employee in the Detroit Medical Center. So, yeah. Yeah. She could buy and sell me. Yeah. I mean, whoa. I mean, the one at uh, the one at Merck. Yeah. Well, you know, Jackie. Yeah. Fuck. She was way out of my league. She's a PhD fucking chemist. Yeah. Like, what, what was she doing with me? Nobody knows. <laughs> right? It's a mystery. Yeah. Isn't it a great mystery, I'm, though? It probably haunts her to this day. <laughs> I hope so. I like to think that she's uh, that she's had issues because of that. Well, we were great together. We were at your place before back in oh, the yeah. day. Yeah. Like, I absolutely love that woman, Jackie. I should have I should have probably asked her to marry me, but we were young, and it was dumb, and I was immature, and there we go. But we wouldn't be here right now, probably, had you... That's a very valid point. Yeah. So, so that's so, one thing. Never, never regret. No, where you've I, been. I'm not talking about regrets. No, that, no, this no. is not a regret. No, but, but I, like, I told somebody this the other day. I'm like, never regret, regret where you've been if you endure where you are. Right. Well, and I that's, think I just screwed how I pronounced it. No, no, you did. But if, if I had we to, get the point. if I had to quantify the love I've had for women I've dated, she'd probably be number one. Like, yeah. Yeah. But she's doing great now, and I wish her well. Like it's it's the best. Like, yeah. fortunately, I, I I married my number one. Yeah, well, you're fortunate. And, uh, yeah, yeah, very very fortunate in that. My uh, the girl I dated from U of M would, would probably have been my my second. She'd have been JV. Right. But uh, you know it was kind of funny because we were she was from Pigeon, and uh, we were in Badex one time, and we ran into her ex boyfriend. And it was a guy I wrestled in high school. And I, I, I beat the living shit out of this guy. I mean, mercilessly. And so bad that he was my first round matchup at league my senior year. And he forfeited. Right. Because he didn't want to wrestle me. And so we saw him and that was the first thing I brought up. Because I beat asshole. your ass. I'm like, why did you forfeit to me? Well, I mean, granted, that was like a year after high school. Right. But. I'm like, why the fuck did you forfeit me, pussy? God damn it. So, you know. So for me, like, when when I got into college, um, I had my girlfriend who's, obviously I told the engineering story earlier. Her parents said I demanded more. Um, I had to work full time because I was paying for my own way through college. And I was going full time. And I also m- managed to make the football team. So, wow. so I was doing all these things for two years, trying to balance a, a, a relationship, a full-time job, a full-time school, and football. Um, I gave up the right one. I gave up football and continued with the, the job and the girlfriend and the undergrad school. And I, I made it through miraculously. Like, I moved out of my parents' house when I was 17. Uh Grew up very poor. We we always had food. We always had a roof. We always had heat. But other than that, we didn't have anything else. And uh, I never wanted to be a burden. So I moved out. Like I moved out, and everything fit. And I had a fucking Buick Regal. Everything I owned, I moved to Saginaw to college. Everything I owned fit in that fucking car. And uh, 
from there we've just grown. I've never, they've never helped me. They've your, never. Your car might have been bigger than your first place over there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But uh, I fucking made it, and here we are today. Like, I busted my nuts, busted my ass, did everything. Like, yeah. I'm a self-made man, which I appreciate. Yeah. That's not bad. No. Not a bad place to be. No. I mean, there's a lot of things that have sucked, but. Well, yeah. But here we are. Just an interesting story. I'm sorry, I was laughing at him singing show. No, you're fine. You're fine. I was I was jamming along too. I wasn't yeah, laughing no, at you, no, but that's, that's no. cool. It's just part of the Tao of me. Like, moved myself to Seattle, got my master's degree while we were out there, and there we go. I have had no ambition to go back to school since I got out of school. I wouldn't. I mean, I have two degrees, so I'm not like, yeah. it's not like I didn't do anything while I was there. But. Well, I, my undergrads in mechanical engineering. Thank you, Taco Bell Dong. And, uh, <laughs> and then I got my MBA because Boeing paid for the whole thing. Oh, shit. Yeah, I said not? their name, but I'm not talking shit about them. Like, thank you. What's, uh, what's your MBA again? Uh, accounting, uh, accounting favorite MBA. Yeah. Master's of Business Administration, accounting. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, right? That's why you talk about being an accountant. Uh, numbers. Numbers like. I'm a numbers guy. I mean, math, physics, all of it. Numbers make sense to me. It's a great thing to understand. It's a terrible thing to work with. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and that's what we do. And uh, I mean, Boeing was my dream job. That's the if you're an engineer, Boeing's it. That's the pinnacle. That's Air, the pinnacle. Aerodynamics is incredible. Right. And I did that for 10 years. And when I started, I was a level one uh, engineer. And they have six levels. When I when I left there because I, I wanted to move back to be closer to my kids, I was level four, and I still hold that their record for making it from level one to level four in the shortest amount of time as being an engineer. So incredible, man! Wow. Yeah. It's impressive. It's it's a very hard field to advance. Right. It's impressive. Right, but I busted my ass. That's back when I wanted to like advance, and now you get to bleed for it. Right. <laughs> It, it wasn't easy. It wasn't fucking easy. But uh, I did it, and then I, I come back here, and I grew up here, and uh, I knew what I was going to get, and I've struggled here. I've struggled big time. I, I, no longer, I no longer have that drive to advance. Like, I just want to go into my day job, do it well. I'm not looking to advance. Like, I get it. Like, I, I got to call... I got a call at my current job where they're like, hey, you'd be a great candidate for a vice president situation we have, but you'd have to move to the Carolinas. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to advance. Like, I'm cool where I'm at. Like, they didn't understand that. I'm like, well, the job I have right now, I enjoy. I'm competent at it. I know how to do it. I've managed people before because I've been a manager. I've been a director. Um... It's a pain in the dick. When you manage people, you you encounter things you never, ever thought were going to be possible. Because these people have these issues. And it's like, I I love people. But I don't want to have to be their, like like I said, their, their manager, their whatever. It's, it's tough. So right now, all I have to manage is fucking parts and processes. That's it. And they make sense to me. Like, I can... I can know how to design, machine, anything you'd ever want. I get it. So, I'm cool. Like, I'm cool. I'm not, I'm not looking to move up the ladder. I'm not... 
you know what? <laughs> My days of trying to set the world on fire are gone, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a certain amount of understanding that comes with your job that like right. there is a certain point where you have to be comfortable with. Right. And I don't think I don't think many people realize it as early as I have. But I'm cool with that. Like there's a certain point where you have to chill. Right. I've grown up I went to engineering school. Right, right. I lived with engineers, like everything was engineering. Right. I'd help them study engineering and help them do whatever in engineering. Everything is engineering. Right. And Everything about them was like they wanted to get so hard into it, right? That they hated it. Like I and I was like I was so down to encourage that. I was like you study until you die, right? And I will so help you do any any bit of that you need. If I do not have to study, I will help you murder yourself studying. Right. I'll but, give you I'll feed you every prom. And this is what I try to tell. But some people like it, some people don't. Right. So here's what I try to tell my current employer. Um, I have a boss that's, well, not anymore, but one of my bosses was supremely worried about your day-to-day. Like, what are you contributing? I'm like, here's the thing. I've been an engineer for 20 years. You don't pay me for what I do every single day. You pay me for what I know. Because I will solve these problems for you, like, supremely quickly. Because I know. I've seen it all. Like, my experience is, like, paramount. It's second to none. It's the process. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what is exactly going on in front of you. Right. It is how the process is is performing in front of you. You, right. you have to be a playwright. Right. You yeah. organize the show that is going on in front of right. you. Right. And, and that's like the thing. Sure it's, it's proper. And they don't understand how like I wag the dog at my current job. Like the managers that I have that are one and two above me. I can read everything they're about to do. They're going to do. They're like. I can. I don't mean to sound like an asshole here, but I can manipulate. Well, like I get it. When you're below, it's not necessarily manipulation. Right. It? It's wagging it's more the dog. Strategic right. Strategic movement. You right. You love the song, Abby. I do like the song. I do too. It's a good song. Kenny Chesney, it. anything but mine, will oh be God. a great song. It's got the voice of an angel. Every so, it's very funny because, for me, this story is near and dear because. No, the song is sad, but like it's a right. good song. So I, I, I spent a summer in Hawaii, and what the f- and Mary was the Hawaii. girl that, that I that I hung out with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of sad, but yeah. sweet. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a surfer, but it's still I'm like holy shit. Yeah. I mean, just to be in Hawaii is enough. And I wasn't making my way back to Cleveland. I was making my way back to fucking Deckerville, Michigan. But why the hell? Oh, I was gonna say why the hell would you? Actually, I have a cousin who just moved from Canada to Cleveland to do doctor stuff. Right. I don't know why you moved to Ohio, but good for him. Yeah. That's the asshole of America. Besides, right? cli- besides the clinic in Cleveland, there's no reason to ever move. To right. Well, yeah, that's what he's in medical stuff. So pretty smart, do but do yeah. smart person. Right. I wouldn't understand, but oh, we should I just car- know I hate Ohio. I should karaoke <laughs> this one. God bless you. You should. I'd karaoke the shit out of this song. Better do it on Halloween. I'll be here. All right. You better what are you going right to dress now. up as? I'll be working, right but now. I'm first off. All right. Oh, you're first off. Everyone oh. tipped me very well. <laughs> I'll make sure you're first off after you're first off. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> oh. That was a joke. Sorry. You would definitely be first, Phil. Yeah, you're right. I, I came first. She came last. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, I see you now. Oh. <laughs> it took a second. Yeah, I, I kind of felt like I had to piece that together. Yeah, I got it now. Thanks for that, Dick. Now I look like a weirdo around here. 
Is this the end of the episode? It's not the first time. Is this the end of the episode? It's not the end of the episode till the producer says it's the end of the episode. Oh. Although it's not, are, it's not the end until you hear that. Oh, shit. Hey. Although we are, oh. we are at an hour plus. An hour listen, solid. You ever listen to the Bad Beta podcast? I don't listen to other podcasts. I feel like they play the exact same sounds. I don't. Li- no, that's actually a complete original. Like 100% original. That damn open source. Ruining all the free sound. It's not even open source. Like, I composed that. He, he made that, yeah. He did? Yeah. Then yeah. I love you. I, I've been a musician for over 40 years. Don't tell anybody. You are? But I love you. Yeah. I love you to an aggressive amount. Don't post on any online platform. I would allow more than 15 seconds. I got to pee. All right. So, entertain the kids. Since uh, since Abby asked about that, I'm going to have to play uh, something. What I asked about? Um, I've done that twice. Like my, uh, my musical career. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you play? Or what do you do? I I, uh, I play guitar. I've, Ooh. I play piano. I basically play everything. Oh my god, me too. I play piano, guitar, and a couple of things. Oh, play, really? Play He's piano. He's the old child prodigy. I can play all brass instruments. I can, uh, I can I play cello, uh, violin, any anything with strings. Please. I play violin too. I enjoy classical. Did you play trumpet? Oh, hello. <laughs> so you read treble class. Whoa. Hey, oh. Hello there. That got a little out of control. Treble and bass clef I can read very, very well. Interesting. Very cool. I'll make sound effects if you, if you play. I played clarinet, <laughs> clarinet all through growing up. So I'm definitely... Yeah. In band, I played uh, trumpet, trombone, baritone, and tuba. I used to play the trumpet. Did you? Oh my gosh. Yeah. See? Very cool. <laughs> Besides grunge, my voice is shit, but I will listen and uh, comment on anything you do. With the music, with He's the a critic. Music. I'll critique you heavily. And then if I get drunk enough, I'll sing a whole shit ton. Oh, that'll happen. <laughs> if Abby's on it, you know, it's game over. <laughs> Well, let me bring up something I I, play, I did here. Me and a friend, we, we played all the instruments on this, did all the vocals. Me, me and one other guy. Oh, you sing too? Oh. Uh, occasionally. Adam, I didn't know this. I try not to. All the times I've been on, I didn't know you had a raccoon and you sing. What is the band name? I can't hear you. Uh, we've I've had lots of this. I've known he's sexy from the rips. What? Yeah, it happens. It happens. <laughs> Is it Meatloaf with four Fs? Uh, no, uh, this band was called Synthetic Soul. We So all the guitars on here are me and I do the back vocals. Damn. What's that? All right. What the fuck? Oh, I'm playing me. Oh, we're we're going through. Why are you playing you? Because why I not? I didn't know you played music. Are you gonna play some of me? Uh, do you do music too? He sang backup with my band played live one time. Ooh. <laughs> I have video of it. And I also I also am a prime heckler. Yes. 
like it. It's very slot bassy and just like yeah, the rhythm is clear. So this is probably of all the solos I've ever done. This is probably my favorite one I've ever done on this song. There's like three parts to it, but it's pretty solid. Pretty cool. Super nice. It's grungy, but it's also like has layers to it. Yeah. I I do like it. This, This is a good one. This is like the start of the solo part, but there's a slide guitar part and I actually right. get into it. It's solid. Your drummer gets a gold sticker for sure. Yeah. Who's the drummer on this one? Rick Bittner. Nice. Nicely done. This part's pretty lame to what I, compared to what I do next, though. Super well produced, like everything comes together. It sounds we really actually nice. produce this in, in my buddy's basement. It sounds really, really good. Yeah. We did this completely on our own. That guy was awkward. That was, that was very strange. He came over here and looked at me while he was eating his pizza and made eye contact. Yeah, me like, too. It made me very uncomfortable. Don't <laughs> look at me so I could finish, I guess. I'm uncomfortable. Like, how good of eye contact? The song's great. But he locked eyes. <laughs> But it was intense. It was it was weird. We got yeah. another one. Opposite of that. <laughs> What's that? Kind of like I lock eyes with Abby and she's just I like... I go for a weird walk. <laughs> you know, that happens yeah. in Port Sandlack more often than you think. It does. Yeah, right. this is one of my favorite songs that I've ever done. I can tell. Yeah. It's solid. You should play King Kong Big Bong for him next. Well, I don't it. know if I have that one on here. Really? I have it at home. Are you I'll have to, what? The, the weed is legal in Michigan? Yeah, weed yeah. is legal in Michigan. Weed can we get smoke here on the podcast? <laughs> we have Not smoked. in here, but outside you can. Yeah, we smoked a lot on this podcast. We've eaten a lot of cookies. Why do you a think we're all so happy? Yeah, we bring cookies, cookies in. Before we had our we had our 250th episode celebration up there. We Isn't had cookies, weed, cookies. Like, I always miss out on the best time. Illegal. Right? They were good. What the hell? Abby, we, come on. We will disappear and uh, celebrate the weed, weed is season. totally legal here in Michigan. Right. Like, you can go to stores and buy it. All different variety. Isn't weed like 20 feet away legal? It's 21 plus legal. Wait, what did you say? 20 feet away. Oh, I thought he said 23. There's, there's no dispensary here in town, but... Uh, it's close. Well... Ish. You can go to, I mean, Emily, they, they grow. Well, you know, there's lots of people you can go I to mean, around here. Local. Kelly grows. I mean, <laughs> people are local farmers. Right. We got Support a lot. It's, it's a very can do attitude around here. That's right. Oh, if you want Amen. mushrooms, too, we got a lot of that around here. Too. I have some mushrooms. Though. Yeah, I want some. <laughs> I want to start microdosing. Absolutely. I, I've, I've started. How is it going for you? I think it's healthy. 
I want it to help because I'm depressed as fuck lately. Well, but it's, I'm not taking it and for I hate, depression. Well, I'm, I hate pharmaceuticals, but that's one of the things that you can microdose for is, is depression. Yeah, absolutely. It. Right. But you got to be careful because it can actually over-increase your serotonin. So you got to skip every other day. I, well, I'm not. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. There's a great balance, yeah. There is a beautiful balance. So what? my uh, what? my son might may or may not have grown some in our closet, and I may or may not have a pill bottle full of uh, microdoses yeah. at home. Nothing wrong with that. Just fucking do it. Well, no, seriously, I, I asked my therapist about it. I said, I saw a thing about how after people have a stroke, they microdose mushrooms, and it actually it will increase the... Uh, like the rebuilding of the uh, brain paths to yeah. get full, better control. And I, I believe it's helping. I mean, no, I know. And like, well, Washington, I'm pretty, I know it's legal there, like yeah. Seattle and shit. Like, that's the first time, like, full disclosure, I was, well, I grew up here. So I was just this conservative asshole, closed minded. And then I moved out there and it opened my mind to a lot of things. And the day that they said weed was legal out there, like the next day, I was with some friends and they handed me a joint, and I'm like, never tried it before, and did it, and I'm like, fucking great. Fucking amazing. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> and since then, that was seven, eight years ago. Like, I don't smoke every day, but I try to a couple times a month, and I enjoy it. Like, I, I, you know, there's this weird thing. It's better for you than drinking. There's this weird thing where if, if, if I if I take a, like, if we're smoking or a vape pen or anything, mm-hmm. like, I'll take a hit. And I can feel the instant, like my shoulders drop and everything becomes more relaxed and right. everything else just fucking fades away. And it makes me feel so happy. Mm-hmm. Like, although I've had some terrible experiences with edibles, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I've had some good experience with edibles too. Like I, I cause I'm I, not a hardcore guy. Like I have never had anything a lot from edibles except so, for when we were at Chizzy's. Right, right. So and for cookies, me, cookies, fucked so me up. I remember we we were headed up to ice fishing one time, and I had uh, I had an edible, and I had an existential crisis in the middle of the fucking Jay Sporting Goods, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I was telling everybody the world's about to end. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, like it was bad. Yep. But yeah, you gotta I, be careful with edibles. They sneak yeah, up on you. Well, you, there's no turning back, man. No, you're there's, there's no turning back. Yeah. But as far as shrooms go. It's it's weird because my first experience I'm good for right now, but thank you, God bless you. Um, my first experience with shrooms was uh, Tuscaloosa. Really? Yeah. With what? Tuscaloosa. Back in August. Oh. Since Next then year, I've, you need to come. Since then, I've, I was working. Since then, I partook a couple times. And it was, it's it was blues glorious. weekend. I don't like a we lot. We will give you a lot of yeah. notice. But it is such a blast. Oh, God, it's so amazing. And as far as the shrooms goes, like, I don't like a lot. I'm not trying to, like, trip balls or anything. But yeah. once again, I feel so peaceful. Like, that's the best sleep I've gotten. Like, the, the three or four times, like... They make a difference. That's it the best sleep difference. I've ever gotten in my life. It's not yeah. an insignificant event. Right, Everything right. Everything about it is very, like... And personal. also the best dreams I've ever had, too, like... Like my brain, it unlocks something in my brain. Yeah. I mean, I already dream very vividly and very in color as it is. Mm-hmm. But the times I've tried shrooms, like. <laughs> I'll make you feel like. Oh, yeah, just overall positive, just great. And I, I feel so euphoric the next couple days, too. Like, yeah. 
That's why, like, I'm very interested in microdosing. Absolutely. You, you want to try a couple of uh, microdose pills? Because I Please. have way more than I need. Yeah, yeah, absolutely I do. I just got to play this because... Any, anything that can help, because lately I've been a fucking miserable cunt, and I just want to be a cunt. So there we go. Yeah. <laughs> just a regular cunt. Right. Yeah. Not, not miserable, just a cunt. I, I, just, got, I got late season stories for you. You can be a cunt all you want. <laughs> nice. And I'm just going to feed you things that like make you feel a little bit better. You're just right. like, you're an average cunt. Right. Just you know? an yeah. average cunt. You just want to be the average You're not being yeah. a douche. It's just Just an average cunt, like that girl I just got done doing. But just an average mm. cunt. There we yeah, go. Yeah, like, what well, we're in Australia... <laughs> Australian level. Right. <laughs> yeah. Macro dosing? I've yeah. only heard of micro. I've never heard of macro. Yeah, you eat a shit ton of shrooms. Are we going to just do a shit ton of shrooms? You in for a shit ton of shrooms? Pour that in there and let's do it. Or pop it off. You got it. You do a shit ton. You realize you're scared of the stars. <laughs> <laughs> and then you keep going. You realize you're scared of the stars because every single one of them is the size of the sun and wants to burn you to death. Listen, I was in the hot tub. Yeah. I was right. in the hot tub, but I forget I was in the. I, I couldn't remember I was in the hot water or if I was in the stars. You're like, I think I'm in the middle of a star right now. I'm solid. It's about an. It's really warm, man. It's it's solid. Yeah. No, it's, I'm in. I'm all in. Because I I so here's my backstory. I fucking hate pharmaceuticals because my ex wife demanded demanded that I go to the doctor and get diagnosed as a depression which I suffered from those meds are not good but she she put Don't me on them I was on I, I yeah. went on them I went on them for seven no no nine years she also demanded I go she's like you're bipolar and she demanded I go and get to the doctor and she's like you're bipolar you're bipolar you're bipolar I wasn't bipolar uh, so engineering me educated me reads up on what a doctor wants to hear to declare someone bipolar so like fed him the line of shit they fed me the meds I never took them and she's like see you're so much better since you started taking these meds I'm like bitch I haven't even taken these yet like I've got fucking lithium sitting here I'm like I've never even taken this shit and you're saying I'm better so who the fuck does the placebo effect work on Right. right now so but I was I was really on um, like Selexia or one of those fucking Lexapro. One of, Lexapro. I was on that shit for nine years. Fuck and that. Not here's what it stuff. did. Here's what that, it did. That, here's not here's a fun what it time. did. It it stifled my creativity. Mm-hmm. It really stifled sure. my creativity. And I try to say, and they're like all of, all of the pros, all the people that know shit, all these fucking experts will say. No, that's not one of the side effects. It doesn't stifle your creativity. I'm like, it truly does. Because I'll tell you what. I went from living life in a band from here to here. And I'm, I'm about a foot and a half, two foot. To living life from here to here. So, it's obviously where the current. fuck does the stories and the creativity and everything else come from? Like, It's so, not good. Stuff. And i tell you what. So, when I first moved back to Michigan after... After my ex-wife, I stayed on it the whole time I was in Croswell, and I was off the rails. My grandfather died. My ex-wife served me divorce papers on my birthday, and <gasps> like, uh, shit no. was shit was just fucking crazy. And I had to get the fuck out of here. Got a drunk driving. Had to get the fuck out of here. So I went to Mason. I fixed myself, and there I got off the shit. And that was in 2016, and I've been off it since. And life's been a lot better. Yeah. 2016, 2017, yeah. She served you divorce papers on your on my fucking birthday. birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a what a bold strategy, yeah. That's messed up. 
She. I'm like, that's fucked up. And now you're getting into the towel of Phil. Yeah, like, absolutely. Not to get into it, but like, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. That's it's fine. I've, that's I've, hardcore. I've, obviously, I've. That's, no, that's messed up. That's that's. I thought I had some bad birthdays and boyfriends just me, but I've never been. To, that's that's messed so, up. That's hard. That's but even the thing worse. is, is we're fine. So when I got over to Mason, Michigan, I had a job at, at Dark Container. Um, as an engineer, design engineer, I decided I, 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 well, some of it was court mandates, some of it was everything else, but I wanted to fix myself. So I'd always been seeing therapists, but I wanted to get off the fucking drugs because I hate pharmaceuticals. What, um, what were you doing as a time as an ME as well, like during your work while you're trying to get through this? So I, I attended, Aww, so, I, che- so I, I checked myself into an outpatient program. I went to probably about two to three AA meetings a week. And I also saw my therapist at least once a week. And I did that for a solid year, year and a half. And I, I worked through a lot of shit and I just grew. I just tried to, tried to fix everything that I was told was wrong with me. Um, by not only my ex-wife and everybody else. So full circle. I, I put in all this work. I like tried to do so much and try to be a better person. And I was going to at the time. My ex-wife was living in Cairo in the house we had bought just before we got divorced with the kids. But I'd go there and play house every weekend. And I, I had this grand reveal. It was a Fourth of July weekend, like 2017, maybe 18, 2017. And I said, you know, I put in all this work. I want to get back with you. We had been divorced for a couple of years this time. I'm like, you know, I want to be a family again and everything. She's like, well, I'm seeing somebody. And something clicked because I'm like, we talked about this. Like, if we were going to date somebody else, we were going to talk to each other about it. She's like, well, it just sort of happened. And I'm like, instead of going off the rails totally, which I would have done before I put in all that work, I decided, you know what? I just need to move back closer. I need to be here for the kids. I need to find a place of my own. I need to do everything I can just to, to do that, to pull it together. And, and so I did. And uh, it hasn't been easy. But at the same time, like, I'm, I'm very thankful I've worked a lot to, to build these, these coping mechanisms, these tools, these, these things, this toolbox of things I can use. This, this support system because I cut out and Adam can attest to this like anybody that was toxic or anyone that like I, I did this whole exercise about constructive versus destructive in my life if you're destructive in my life I don't want you in my life anymore if you're not adding anything you're gone like I want people that both symbiotic relationships like give and take these people add I want to add to their lives and so my circle got a whole bunch smaller and it, we've been working through it but it's been tough and it's been great but I, I would highly recommend it for anybody like you know my life's been but it's so funny because now <laughs> I mean it's so funny because if I can introduce anybody new to my zeitgeist of, of my life my close friends can can really spot an imposter very quickly and this last girl that I tried to date they were there right from the beginning and they were there on it but I was I was taken aback by several other things and uh, they were right <laughs> everybody was right like and I, I don't think I ever I'm Adam I, am I ever a dick about it like I'm not like I I'm not I'm not mad at you when people point these things out so 
we established like 25 or better years, 27 years. Right. We've known each other. And no, I've never known you to be a dick. Right. But so this is, I guess, sorry. I guess, holy shit, we really got deep. I'm sorry. It's all good. Into my growth. But, um, but at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is my kids because I love them more than anything. Um, they're, they're growing up. They're becoming independent. They're beautiful humans. And that's all I ever wanted to do. Just, no, I, want, I just wanted to always raise yeah, great humans. Okay. Well, yeah. And you sure? Okay. I wanted to give them advantages that I never had. And that's, so, why, that's why it hurts like hell that they're in Bay City right now because my ex-wife is engaged to a guy and they live over there. They're looking for a house. But I see that my kids are thriving. They're in great schools. They have great opportunities. And you know what? If it's going to take three to seven years of me, my life being inconvenienced or you know, being terrible, it's for my kids. I'm going to do it all day, every day, every single time. So I had a friend, many like still a good friend, but many years ago he was in a big struggle of what is his purpose in life. And I said, maybe your purpose is to just raise people that will do something great. Right. And I said, I, I kind of resolved to my fact, myself to the fact that I may never do anything great, but maybe I will, I will raise some people that will. And that was good enough for me. And, and that's and good enough for him. You know, you know, that's 100% where I am because I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I pushed, I've tried, I've, I've done everything. I, I've, already, I've struggled, I've worked. I've already but, seen that I, I've been right. able to do that. My kids are older than you. So right. I've, I've already seen the, uh, the effects of that and what they've been able to go out and do. You will see that as well. I know I will. But so, no, got, you know, it's all good. And it sucked. I, I'm not going to lie. It sucked for me. Like, we, we've had a slightly different experience because you are still with your wife. I've had to do this on my own, man. It's, it's fucking terrible. You're not alone. Thanks. What's that? I know. I know. I know. We, we've established that a few times. I know. But real talk on radio, yeah. you just you shrug your shoulders, but real talk, you're not alone. I know. You know? Words are strong. Absolutely. And that's the number one thing I've, I've learned through all the exercises I've ever gone through, everything I've ever done. Um, I communicate how I feel, and sometimes, like... I've tried to like be with people that don't understand that. They're like, why do you tell me this all the time? I'm like, because I'm trying to tell you exactly how I feel, exactly where I am in the moment. And I don't want you to ever question it. Like, it's weird for some people. It's, it's like I break it down. I, I'm honest, too. I don't ever lie. I haven't lied in years. I don't have any reason to lie about anything. Like, I'm not trying to hide anything. I'm, I'm brutally honest. And uh, some people just don't don't really accept that that well and it's it's a little weird and and it's so funny because i i read people well too like i've i've bartended for years i've i've like i just i'm, I'm a student of people and when i date somebody and they say something and i'm like well you feel this way and this way and this way but they're like how the fuck did you know that i'm like well, I study people. I knew exactly how you were going to react to this. Or when they're trying to feed me a line of bullshit, and I'm like, well, 
I guess this is what it is. And they're like, how the fuck did you know that? I'm like, it's exactly what I do. Like, I just... Right, like, and that's what I say. That's how I see you. Yes, I've said that to the last one. I did. I'm like, I see you. I see you. I see what's going on. I see you. I'm. I'm not trying to be an asshole here. Um, let's just talk about. It. I don't. I don't. I don't ever want to fight anymore with anyone. I don't fight. Like, it's, I don't mean like physical confrontation. I mean just verbally, like in relationships and everything. I'm like, can't we just clearly communicate how we feel and we can talk about it from there? You know, we don't. I, I get it. We can be emotional every once in a while. I get it. But there's also times when I will say, you know what? There's nothing we're going to do to alleviate this or add to this or even solve this right now because we're very emotional. Can we take a break? I don't want to say that I'm discounting this and we will get back to it, I promise you. But right now, nothing good will come of this. And once again, people just fucking struggle with that. Yeah. Well, emotion is good. Right. The outlying of, of like, raw emotion it, it can always be a constructive thing. Right. Unless you try and destroy things with it. Well, and, and then it becomes very destructive. Right. And I feel like I did that last night. You'll have that. Well, you were kind of pushed to that. But point, I was though. also pushed very much so. I was pushed and pushed and pushed. I've never been pushed like this before. So no. it's new. It's a new experience for me, but I, I, I've learned. It's something new. I guess, Absolutely. holy fuck. Sorry about turning into a fucking therapist fucking podcast. Sorry. It's all right. <sighs> Shit happens. Every now and then that happens. I well, I just, I feel, God damn it. I feel, I've never felt more low. I've felt more low, but I feel so very low today, and I, I have. And uh, I, I don't know, it reflects, and it's, it's fucking crazy because... I do this. I do this podcast, and Adam knows this very much because of our off-air fucking talk. There's a lot of times when I'm feeling absolutely, like, fucking terrible, hammered ass, like, I, I feel like I'm scum of the earth, and I'll come on here and I'll entertain everybody and be funny. And Well, sometimes you're funny. I go, suck it, dick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but that's also part of society, like... Once again, don't not that one. Yep, there we go. Any, any other one but the any other one but that, that middle yeah, yeah. blue one. Nice. So, but that's also a perfect metaphor for social media too. Like if you're out there and you're feeling like someone else's life looks more spectacular, or better than yours, chances are it's not. It does because not. it's what they portray on fucking social media. So don't fall victim to that, man. If you're in life and you're doing great and you're happy or semi-happy or if you're fucking killing it, if you're doing the great, doing the best you can as a person, as a fucking parent, as a fucking spouse, as a fucking partner, as a fucking anything, just you're killing it, man. That, that's life this day and age. Well, you know, I'll, for anybody who, who wants to look at social media and, and think that it's just, you know, like... I'll use the Kardashians as example. Perfect. As I have way too many beers tonight. Oh, well, I'm definitely at that point, too. In 2012, I had to do CPR on my wife for 20 minutes to save her life. She's had two open-heart surgeries, two double valve replacements. Right. I've had a stroke. Wouldn't change any of it. Wouldn't change a single thing of it. Right. Because it lands me where I'm at right now. So that's the moment. 
So yeah, and I, I'm happy where I'm at right now. So I wouldn't change any of it. So fuck the past. Exactly. All we have is the future at this point. The past is the past. It's already happened. You guys are sign language in like motherfuckers together. Um, I'm not sure what's going on here. I didn't mean to delve this deep. I'm sorry, everybody. That's all right. We're we're at an hour forty three on this one. <laughs> are you shitting me? No, I'm not. I'm not. All right, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's call it a night. We'll we'll definitely dive back more into it. What about a Buffalo Springfield? For what it's worth, or what's going down, or what's worth? What's the song? I'd rather be here next time. What it is ain't exactly clear. You know what I like? I like this song. All right, thank you, everybody. Abby. Love you. Alex, Yo. thank you. Adam, thank Love you. Adam Filkins, thank you. Adam Filkins, Phil Nickel, PA Podcast Express. Has anyone else joined us this episode? Was Emily, Emily was on, on for Emily a minute, I for think. For a hot minute. Yeah. We'll get there. Um, we're doing our best. We can only always do our best. Make good choices. 